Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Marnie's Friends, the online training show where experts share insights into aspects of life and leadership that take you from surviving to thriving ASAP. Right now, you are about to discover practical, doable success strategies to shorten your learning curve, increase your productivity, and skyrocket your delight in life. Be sure to thank today's guest by sharing this program via your favorite social media outlet and swing by Marnie.com and give me a shout out too. Now let's get going with today's episode of Marnie's Friends. Welcome, welcome. This is Marnie. Excited to have you with us this afternoon for a great edition of Marnie's Friends talking about how to attract influences, influencers and increase your reach. Our guest today is Cloris Kiley, and we're going to be talking about why connecting with influential people can help you tap into a steady flow of the right potential clients for you, how to avoid common roadblocks to connect with influential people, how to assume a winning mindset that leads to measurable success, the four main ways you can spark the interest of influences in your industry, how to tap into your connection with influencers to ditch overwhelming marketing tasks that don't work and create burnout, what every entrepreneur must have before connecting with influential people, the big mistake that makes a network of connections useless, and also how to figure out your own value proposition to build relationships with influences. Our guest today is Cloris Kiley. She stops the overwhelm of going it alone to grow her business. The, through the support of a solid network of influencers who have featured her on TV, top podcasts and blogs, and joint promotions. Now she shows you how you can do the same thing and grow a magnificent business that thrives over the long term. Welcome to you, Cloris. I love your show. So. Oh, it's great to have you here. And um, you've been here before. It's been a while. So I'm excited to hear what you have to share with us today because this is a wonderful topic. And we've kind of touched on it before but never done a whole show on it. And it really is a key piece to getting your message out is to, like I like what you said in, in your bio, you stop doing it alone. You know, stop trying to do it all by yourself and start to tap into um, the resources of some other people, and there's some great ways to go about doing this. So let's just talk about why. Why why connecting with influential people helps so much? Well, it's something that I experienced personally, Marnie, in my business. And, you know, I've been doing this for a while. And first, when I first switched to my online business, my intent uh, was just to share valuable content, right? I said, well, I'm going to have this blog and a, a radio show, so I'll create fantastic content. I have my book out. So people will just find me, and, you know, that's how I'm going to grow my platform. But as soon I realized that that wasn't the case. I was working really long hours and uh, feeling that nobody was listening. It was so frustrating, and it was so frustrating that I remember waking up one day and saying, you know, I think I should just give up. This 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 business is not happening. It's not working out. Uh, I just wanted to cash out of my 401k and just go travel the world. I, that's what I felt like doing. And that's when something clicked inside me and said, okay, you got to do something. Uh, and that's when I started to uh, reach out to people 
to collaborate. And it's, it's kind of a long story. I talk about it all um, in my book, my new book. But um, I realized that by having guests on my show who then became my allies, my supporters, by posting my articles on other sites rather than having it all on my own site, by connecting with people and getting to know them well, creating a relationship, and then finding ways to collaborate. That's how I could actually grow my business. So that's the power of influencer marketing and connecting with influencers. And, uh, you know, it's, it's important to note that right now influencer marketing is a pretty popular term. So when people hear the term, uh, they think about Instagram influencers many times. Uh, but it's not about that. It's not about having your product in uh, or your services and having them mention it on Instagram and you get a, a ton of people and that's it. No, um, it's about connecting with people who become, your, as I said, your, support, your supporters, your allies, people who you stay in touch with for the long term. It's about building a relationship in which you help each other, in which you grow, uh, help each other grow, and uh, that's when things happen. And, and that's my whole, that's why I call my book Beyond Influencer Marketing, because it's not, it's not just that. It's about creating a long-term connection. And it's not just about um, growing your reach and growing your list of subscribers and getting new clients. It's also about empowerment. Because let's say that I meet you, Marnie, and I see all the fantastic things you have done. Then I start thinking, oh, my God, you know, if Marnie did it, then I can do it too. And that empowerment, that really cannot be replaced, and that's what allows you to take positive action and really do what it takes, you know, to grow your business. Oh, I love that. I love that. And as we, as people begin to do this now, there's some things that are going to happen. There, there's some roadblocks that they're going to hit, and they may think, oh, this isn't working, or I just don't think this is for me. So maybe kind of make us aware a little bit of some of the things that might happen when we start reaching out like this. Well, something that happens that is really common is that people think of influencers as celebrities. You know, you have the one side, the Instagram stars, and then the celebrities. Uh, So they, right off the bat, uh, let's say they try to reach out to Oprah to promote their book, or they try to connect with Tony Robbins. And, of course, we know that's extremely difficult. So they get frustrated and say, you know, this doesn't really work. Um, and, and that's, you know, once, once you feel that you don't take action, nothing happens. Uh, so I invite you to realize that influencers are people who have a, an engaged audience, a dedicated audience who trusts them. And that audience doesn't have to be millions of people. It could be a small group, but an engaged group. So think about people such as leaders of meetup groups, I mean, in your area, people have, let's say, for example, they have 20 people who show up to every meetup. Those people trust that person. So if you connect with the leader of the meetup, then you're connecting with an influencer. Or if you connect with a coach or trainer who has a program online and that person has 100 people uh, who, who really trust that coach, and you connect with them and they introduce you to their audience and you give a presentation for them, then you're talking to an engaged audience. So that, that's a common roadblock that if you just kind of expand and open your mind to what influencers are, then many possibilities open up for you. And that's just one roadblock, really. Yeah. Well, and that's huge. And I like how you've, I like how you've kind of broken it down to it doesn't have to be a ton of people. I always say it takes one, you know, when you're, when you're out there and you're shaking the bushes, <laughs> you know, we all want, you know, we all want the goal to fall completely in a, 
you know, um, a torrential bucket. But a lot of times it's just one person uh, that you can meet that can make a big difference for you. And so if every person you meet is individually valuable, and not just because of what they might be able to do for you, but you just remember that it just takes one. And, and it actually just takes one person for you to really change their future as well as you're speaking, as you're sharing what uh, God has put in you to share. Uh, what you have to say can change one person, even if you're in front of a thousand people. Maybe one person is radically changed due to that, hopefully more. But you know what I'm saying? It's important right. for us not to get all consumed with the biggest numbers and all that. And, and I think that's really huge. What's another roadblock that sometimes gets in the way for people? Well, also people feel intimidated by it and uh, they don't start. They never start. They say, no, this influencer no. stuff is not, not for me. I'm not ready. That's a common thing. I'm just not ready. I need to have X uh, revenue or X number of subscribers so they never take action. But I'm telling you that you have value to offer right now, and that's, it's important that you realize that value and that you actually list it on a piece of paper. This is what I have to offer to an influencer. Because there's something important, Marnie, and it's that you know, throughout this whole conversation and you know, your whole approach has to be of, of giving. Like how can I give value to this influencer? How can I, I help them grow their business, build their brand? Uh, and when you have that mindset, not only the influencer will pay attention to you, but then ideas will come to you as of, okay, how can I deliver value to this person? So regardless of where you are at in your career or your business, you do have value to offer to influencers. So give a suggestion for someone who's listening and they don't have a book yet, they don't have, you know, they don't have a big long history, but they, they really have a topic that they want to share with people. What do they have of value for an influencer? Well, one of the, the easiest things to, to do for an influencer is to actually help them build their brand. And uh, what, how do you do that? Well, if the influencer has a book out, why not post a review of the book and then let them know, of course, uh, either via email, but just forward when because you post the review on Amazon and you get an email that says uh, your review of X book is is live, right? So that's the email you have to forward to the person. Exactly that email. I tell you, for what I've seen, a hundred percent of the uh, of the times, the influencers will open that email because it's their book. It's like, oh my God, somebody reviewed my book. Let me read this. Um, so that's, that's a simple thing to do. If they have a podcast or radio show, then go ahead and post a review. If it's on iTunes, then an iTunes review. That's something that, uh, that allows them to build social proof and to build their brand. And, and something that is often forgotten, and uh, actually a, a guest on my own show brought up, um, his name is Dove Gordon, and he's a renowned uh, speaker. You know, he's all over the world. And, of course, he doesn't have time to check email. Um, so he said to his assistant, only send to me emails where the person specifically relates a story of how I changed their life. So if somebody has a story, I want to read it. And those are the emails that he reads. And he says sometimes there are people who want to connect with him for a business reason, but they have such a compelling story that he goes and reaches out to, to, to them just because of that. And he says, you know, Cloris, um, I'm considered a big influencer, right? And uh, I tell you, not too many people reach out to me with a specific story. 
they say, oh, I love your speech or I love what you do, um, but they're not, they're not specific. When somebody really tells me that they show that they, they listen to my message and they applied it, um, that's when I pay attention. So things that are so simple that make a big difference. Oh, that's so great. Thank you for that specific example, in fact, because it is hard. It's hard to kind of get your brain around exactly what could I do from my, my you know, little home office or whatever, what could I do that would make a difference. And uh, my son is just now working on doing some promotion to podcasts of the man that he's working for. And, you know, one of the things that he did is it just this process. He just went in and he, you know, liked some of the shows and made specific comments. And then he sent an email over with a specific, like you're saying, very specific mm -hmm. input. And that did get the attention of the podcast producer. And, of course, it will because, like you say, lots of people are like, yeah, plus, love it. Um, but not too much specific where the person knows that you've taken some time and put some thought into it. That's such great advice. We're going to take a little short break here and come right back and talk about how to assume a winning mindset that leads to measurable success and the four main ways you can spark the interest of influencers in your industry. Our guest today is Cloris Kylie, and that's the name of her website as well, Cloris, C-L-O-R-I-S, Kylie, K-Y-L-I-E dot com. Her new book, Beyond Influencer Marketing, Don't Go Away. We're going to come right back with more with Cloris. Find your next speaker at womenspeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring nearly 1,000 Christian women speakers from every state, denomination, and fee range, some near you. It's all available to you 24 hours a day, so you can start your most enjoyable speaker search anytime you have time. Search by location, name, topic, or fee range. Connect directly with the speakers you like using their social media links or the online connection box. It's really that easy. Womenspeakers.com has been the number one online connection place since 2002. Speaker profiles include a bio, professional headshot photo, a list of topics with descriptions, some references from people who've heard them speak, and so much more. It's all fast fun and free to search anytime you have time, day or night. Check it out right now at womenspeakers.com. That's www.womenspeakers.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Marnie and you're joining us for How to Attract Influencers and Increase Your Reach here on Marnie's Friends. And excited to have you with us as well as our guest, Cloris Kylie of ChorisKylie.com who is just Cloris. Congratulations on your brand new book, Beyond Influencer Marketing, and it's already number one in several ways. So congratulations to you on that. Excited to have you here. Well, thank you so much. I'm enjoying this conversation. <laughs> Good. Okay, well, let's talk about uh, the winning mindset that leads to measurable success. So obviously, um, you know, the one that we want to avoid is the one that says, I can't possibly do this. There's no way I can succeed. You know, there's all kinds of things that we can be telling ourselves or other people can be telling us that make it really difficult to move forward. But you've actually yeah. taken it a little further past that, and there's a mindset that can really help us. Yes. And, uh, you know, you said that one of the, the biggest roadblocks is to believe that we're not ready, right, that we don't have value to offer. Now, the thing is, if you, if you do an affirmation and you say, oh, I have value, I have value, then, of course, that's not going to work. It's like you're lying to yourself, right? Um, so an easy thing to change that is to find proof, tangible proof, that you actually have value to offer and that it's possible for you to connect with influencers. 
And how do you do that? Well, you start small. And that's why the concept of what I call niche influencers is so important. Because think about this, you know, the possibility or the probability of you connecting with the leader of a meetup group is much higher than the probability of you you're connecting with Oprah, right? So if you just start small, if you reach out to somebody who has that perfect audience for you, you really resonate with what they're doing, and you, you, you go talk to them and you see that they are responsive, they, uh, you know, they want to learn more about you, then you say to yourself at that point, well, you know, it is possible. It is possible. I just connected with somebody who has a, a captive audience, and I'm going to give a presentation to their group. Now, so once you have those, those small wins, then, of course, you are encouraged to reach out to more people. And the thing is, like, once you start expanding your network, then maybe the leader of the meetup group knows an online coach that has a Facebook group with 3,000 people. So that's how you start building your network. And, of course, you could also read the many, many stories of people who have struggled uh, to grow a business and to connect with influencers and who have been successful. You know, I always think of Dr. Wayne Dyer, who I consider my mentor, and when he was uh, promoting his book, Your, Your Erroneous Zones, he, um, he didn't, nobody knew him, right? He, uh, he was a professor, so what did he do? He just grabbed um, his car and his suitcase and his daughter and wife and just drove around the country uh, appearing on as many, uh, pod, not podcasts, but radio shows as he could find. Uh, he just started small. You know, he just said, okay, one presentation here, if two people will buy my book. Uh, and he went, you know, little by little, and he, he did it. You know, at the end, the book became one of the most, um, you know, popular books in, in the world, really. Uh, and it's just a matter of, of seeing those stories and realizing that, you know, you're no different. It's possible for you, too. Yeah. You actually have four ways that we can spark the interest of influencers in our industry. So let's go ahead. I'd like you to share the four straight down, and then we can go back and dissect them a little bit. Sure. Well, the, the first one is um, you can help them expand their reach. You can also help them build their brand, right? You also can let them know they're making an impact. And finally, you can help them grow their business. Uh, so those are uh, you know, four ways you can really gain the attention of them. Um, so would okay. you like to go well, over help, each one? Yeah, of them? yeah okay. so expand their reach. So how could you help them do that? Well, uh, Regardless of the size of the audience of the influencer, they will want to reach more people. That's just the way it is. Even if they're reaching millions of people, they will be grateful if somebody allows them to reach more people. So here you have to think about, okay, what uh, do I have an audience? And you might have a small social media presence, and that's fine. If, uh, if you're able to share their content, whatever they do, their book, their work, their programs, with your social media followings, you are helping them expand their reach. If you have a small list of subscribers, the same thing. What if you don't have a list of subscribers? Maybe you have a LinkedIn um, account and you have connections. Well, share it on LinkedIn. So uh, there's always a way that you can, you can share their content. And the easiest way, of course, is if you have your own platform. Um, because once you have a blog or a radio show or a podcast, a YouTube channel, even a Facebook group, you can share with that audience what you love the most about the influencer. So, for example, I remember watching this show. It was called Fat Guys in the Woods. Um, it was not the Weather Channel. I loved the show just because it was, it was a survival show 
with a good message behind it, though. Like this man, we're going to spend a week in the wilderness, and that we're going to grow as people. It wasn't just about survival. So I said, oh, this is just like surviving as an entrepreneur. And I went and I wrote an article just because I was inspired mm-hmm. by the show. I said, this is great. Um, and then I shared it on Twitter with the host of the show. His name is Craig Stewart. And Craig loved it. You know, he loved it. He went read the article. He, he resonated, resonated with him because he is an entrepreneur. Um, so that just started a, a good connection and a friendship that has grown. And he actually wrote a story for my book. Um, so, you know, that relationship has grown. And that's just an example. My blog didn't have millions of visitors, but I just wrote the article and shared it, you know, and, and he loved it. Uh, so if you find a way to, to share their message on your own platform or with your social media followers or even with your network on LinkedIn, then you are allowing them to reach more people. One of the things that I'm hearing repeatedly here that I want to put a surface for you guys is the fact that you're actually letting the person know that you're doing this. And, you know, when I had my restaurant retail store, I would tell my staff, if you do something that's not on the to-do list today. I want you to tell me. Please tell me what it is you did because otherwise it just gets lost in the shuffle and I don't mm-hmm. even know that you did it. Um, so it's the same in the, it's the, same in the, the rest of the world. Uh, we want to be grateful. We want to comprehend what people are doing for us, but if they don't mention it, if they just do it secretively and incognito, a lot of times they don't know that they did it, but there's this value that can be added, and actually it, it triggers a sense of, uh, sense of partnership and relationship in the other person to know that you have done that. Right. Exactly that. You, you definitely have to let them know, and uh, it's important though that you le- learn about this influencer to see the best way to let them know too because let's say that that person has no presence or activity on Twitter and then you let them know on Twitter, of course, you will not be successful. So that, that comes with you um, uh, or from the research that you do from really knowing the, the influencer and where they are at so you can actually reach them. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So how do you help them build their brand? Well, you help them build their, their brand. Uh, I think we talked about that a little bit uh, before, just by um, adding more social proof that what they do is is positive, is something that is making an impact. So let's say, and this is a really powerful way to do it, if you have purchased something that they have created, it could be if you have joined one of their programs, went to one of their events, um, you know, read their book or something like that, then you can just create a, a testimonial or a review for that. You know, when you join an influencer's program, um, you know, go to their event and create a video testimonial. Isn't that powerful? I mean, people just love that. Um, and if, if you contribute that without being asked, if you just say, here, I created this video testimonial because this is a transformation that I experienced thanks to you, then, of course, you're helping them build their brand and they will be, you know, really impressed with that. Um, of course, if, if they have a book, you can post a review on Amazon, like we said before, uh, reviews of their podcast on iTunes. Uh, so even, like, for example, like if the influencer is somebody um, who is on LinkedIn, right, uh, maybe they don't have a podcast or a book or anything, um, just connect with them on LinkedIn and then write a recommendation for them. You know, based on what you know about them, based on what you admire about them, you know, they will notice that. So anything that you can do to create social proof for them and their business, then it's definitely a great value for them. 
Yeah, it is. It is. And it felt like you say without being asked. It's so great. Uh, whenever I receive input like that, it's just it is really heartwarming because a lot of times uh, you maybe have an influx of some positive response after a certain event or after a certain book or whatever, but then it gets real quiet again. And so it is very fun and it's very affirming to them. And they do remember when you do that. Again, the next one is to be specific about their impact in your life. And we've talked about that a little bit already. And, mm. and again, a testimonial is a great way to do that publicly. So you can write them a personal note. But if you write them a personal note and publish it somewhere where people can see it, that even increases right. the value of that. Yes, that's, that's exactly right. Uh, I've done that with blog posts. Um, I remember writing a, an article about Johnny Dumas of EO Fire because he, he really inspires me the way he runs his business. So I wrote an article about, about him and how he had inspired me and sent it to him. Of course, he, he loved that. Um, you know, things like that, that you share with other people, you're helping their business, but you're also telling them how they're making a difference in your life. And it's important, though, to note that this comes from the heart, okay? This is not like some, uh, you know, strategic thing that you do just because you have to. Um, you have to do this because you really feel it. Um, otherwise, um, the influencer will know that, that you're not being uh, honest. You know, with, with human beings, we have that sixth sense that just kicks in, um, and they will know. Uh, plus, it's not fun to do that. You know, you ha- really have to support somebody who you can relate to. Um, and, uh, you know, a, a quick test you can do is, like, for example, if you go to their blog and you're just scanning through their blog post because it's kind of boring or you go to their podcast and then you can only listen to two minutes because you just had enough, um, then that's definitely not the influencer for you. It has to be somebody who you really enjoy, you know, learning more about, you enjoy their message, uh, you, you're really uh, eager and happy to support them. I love that. It's so important that you go ahead and feel free to rule out some influencers because they're not a good fit for you. The reality is if you pursue them and they share what you do, their audience also probably isn't the right fit for you. So go with your heart. It's it's so wonderful how God has created this in such a way where, you know, we have these things. We, we feel this commonality with people, this partnership kind of or this desire to get to know them better or we don't. And that's really okay. What is the fourth way then that we can spark the interest of influencers? Well, you can also help them grow their business. An easy way to do that is by joining their programs, going to their events, supporting them in that way, buying their products. Um, That makes a difference. And of course, if you follow that with a review or testimonial, then you're definitely in great shape. But what if you don't want to do that? Then you think about your your skills, your ideas as currency, okay? Um, I always talk about James Altucher, who he calls himself an idea machine. So he says, well, Mm -hmm. my ideas are currency. I just send my ideas to all the people I really admire and I want to connect with them. I just send them really detailed ideas on how they can grow their business. He did that with Amazon, and they actually – brought him to Amazon headquarters to expand on his ideas because they were so good. Um, So do you have to do a whole paper about it? No, not really. If you feel that you have an idea that could really help this influencer and their business, just send it to them, share it with them, um, and and use your skills. If there's a skill you have that could help that influencer, then offer to help, and that's how you start really that relationship. (laughs) That's so great. The one caveat there is that 
if you have a criticism to make, you maybe don't want to do that until you have permission. So, uh, for example, that's not a great way to launch a friendship online is to present a criticism, even though later on, if you've seen something that they could improve on uh, in that way, it may be appropriate. But I, I wouldn't suggest it up front. What do you think? Correct. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I've had people who have approached me that way. It's like, okay, what is this? <laughs> Definitely. Right. Yeah, it's like they haven't really given you permission yet to get to get right. really, you know, to, to the point of being an editor. Uh, so so don't take that, don't make that assumption. But, man, when you have a great idea, like, you know, I saw this and what I really wished, what I really wished I could buy from you was the add-on, you know, uh, manual right. how to do this part of it. Oh, wow, they never thought of that, you know. So those kind of things where you have an idea that they could actually possibly do and, and move forward, but be careful not to do it in a critical way. Well, this is Marty Swerberg. We're visiting today with Cloris Kiley of ChlorisKiley.com, author of the brand-new book, Beyond Influencer Marketing. We're going to take a short break and come back and talk about how to tap into your connection with influencers to ditch overwhelming marketing tasks that don't work and create burnout and what every entrepreneur must have before connecting with influential people. We'll be right back. Minutes with Marty is my per minute coaching service. Whenever you feel stuck, have an idea you want to run by me, need to pick my brain, or would like me to edit your one page or media pitch, just schedule a 15 to 60 minute session using the easy calendar tool at Marnie.com. I'm so grateful that you're here with us today, and I hope to connect with you one-on-one soon. Visit Marnie.com, that's M-A-R-N-I-E.com to schedule your coaching session right now. Hey, it's Marnie, and welcome back to another edition of Marnie's Friends. We're talking today about how to attract influencers and increase your reach. Our guest today is Cloris Kiley, author of the brand new book, Beyond Influencing Influencer Marketing. And next, we're going to talk about how to tap into your connection with influencers to ditch overwhelming marketing tasks that don't work and create more not. Okay, Cloris, I'm super excited to talk about this because everybody is overwhelmed with the marketing opportunities. I think that's how I want to say it. There's so many wonderful things you can do. You don't know how to decide what to do. And then you get in over your head and right away you're like, I can't do all this. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. As I said, I was so burned out that time and I nearly quit my business just because of that. It it was just too much. So there's one thing I can say that that would really change everything is to focus. Okay. Like if you decide to have your own platform, and uh, have a, a podcast, for example, then do like focus all of your efforts on growing that audience for your podcast. If you want to have a blog, then just write. You know, that's your thing. Uh, deliver a value through that way to, you know, to share your content. Um, now, that said, um, you can use that platform, yes, to feature influencers. Do not only do that. Um, I like to have a mix of having your own content and your own platform, um, and collaborating with influencers. And that's when things you know, start to grow um, because it was only when I collaborated with people that more, um, more of my ideal audience and clients started to know about my own uh, content, my own podcast, my own articles. Um, so it helps you build momentum. And uh, one you know, easy way that you can do this, you can become a guest on their show if they have a podcast or you could write an article for their blog. 
my articles that I've posted on, on Tiny Buddha, and I'm not writing for Tiny Buddha anymore just because the focus of my business has changed, uh, really brought in thousands of subscribers. It's amazing. Um, you know, articles live uh, online for a long, long time. I even, I still get emails from people who read one of my articles three and four years ago. And they just say, oh, this article really has changed my perspective, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, you know, guest posting is fantastic. And that's a good way like, uh, to start a relationship with an influencer um, because I see the relationship as going through different stages, right? So in, in the infancy stage, you might just do something like that. You kind of feature, be featured on their platform. And then uh, as the relationship matures, then you might be able to do more uh, collaboration type of, of things. So, for example, you could have a joint venture launch of your pro uh, program, do a joint um, program together, you know, really start collaborating as business partners. Uh, but, you know, to, to start, you know, if you just have that momentum going, if you have a podcast and you go as a guest to another podcast and say, hey, you know, I have a podcast, you know, everybody's going to go and, or people who resonate with your message will go and check out your show. See, so it's a way to build momentum for your own platform and uh, also to have to reach that audience that is already engaged, that trusts the influencer. Uh, so you don't have to spend, you know, a fortune on ads, which is something that the people also tend to do. Uh, it's, it's good to have a balance. That's just a balance with a little bit of advertising if you need it, influencer marketing and your own platform. Oh. Beautiful, beautiful. And I know Dave from Do It Marketing, he went through the, you know, the 10 big kinds of, of marketing that you can do. And he said, no more than three. You know, you're saying even get one that you really focus on, but no more than three, because otherwise you really do, you're just not giving any of them enough effort and you're exhausting yourself, you know, so it's just, it's, it's too complex when you get more than three and even having a primary one is, is a great, a great concept. So what is, um, what is it that you really have to have in place before you start connecting with these influential people and asking to partner with them, things, things like that? What is it that, what's the key? Well, you know, something that people often forget and uh, the analogy, the perfect analogy is the show Shark Tank, which is one of my favorite shows. So entrepreneurs go to the show and they give this you know fantastic presentation and the sharks say a perfect you know we'll invest in your company, but they haven't prepared for that particular show right like millions of people are watching the show, so by the time the show airs their websites are not ready so then the websites crash and they lose all the sales. Right, mm -hmm. so they're not ready. So for you to be ready and to actually get tangible results, because yes, as empowering as it is to connect with influencers, you also want tangible results, right, in the form of subscribers, in the form of new clients. Then you have to have what I call an influencer marketing foundation in place. That foundation includes uh, really knowing the uh, avatar, the person you're trying to reach, down to like every detail, their wants, their needs, their goals, their biggest challenges, uh, so you can actually connect with the right influencers. Because if not, you might actually connect with somebody who's reaching the wrong audience for you, right? And then once you know that really well, then you will be able to create a lead magnet that will attract that ideal client. So once the influencer features you, then they will offer uh, this, this valuable uh, gift to their audience, and the audience will 
be very likely to download it to want it. So you have to be ready with that and be ready with a compelling and highly converting landing page. So a landing page is a website where you have the description of your lead magnet. And not just that, but you then you're going to welcome all of the subscribers, right? You have to find or have in mind the strategy of, of this the journey that the new subscriber will take. What is the first thing you want them to do? What is the second? And then create an email sequence that actually walks them through those steps. Um, so you have to have all of that in place. Otherwise, you go, for example, you'll be on a podcast, and then you give a fantastic interview, and, and then you just say, well, just go to my website. So they go to your website, they check it out for a couple of seconds, and they leave, and that's it. Um, but if you actually have a gift for people ready to go, a perfect description for that audience, um, then they will go, they will stay in touch with you because they will want to join uh, your list of subscribers. So that's what it is. Basically, you have to be ready with this uh, foundation so you're ready to welcome people and, and ready to serve them and have something to offer to them. Mm. So what is the mistake that um, people make that make their network of connections useless? I think the biggest mistake is, uh, well, there are actually two mistakes. The first one is to approach these relationships with a, you know, what's in it for me attitude, right? Uh, so it's like, okay, well, I'm going to, con- going to connect with um, you know, Marnie, and she can do this for me, and how, that's how I'm going to grow my business. So, again, you know, people can feel that. And you will not um, act in ways that will create that that um, tight relationship that you want. You know, the person will just sense that. Uh, so always go into the relationship asking yourself, how can I provide value to this person? How can I help them? And um, I was actually talking to uh, Bob Burke the other day. He's the author of The Go-Giver, which is one of my favorite books. And, mm-hmm. uh, I love that. The, the, yes. And, and he, uh, you know, I, I read the go-giver after I wrote my book. And then I realized, wow, the whole philosophy of the go-giver is the philosophy I have when I, you know, when I wrote this book. Um, and it's about always giving first. And that's when you really start to see results. Um, and, uh, you know, it's about giving because you want to give because it really comes, as I said before, from the heart. So that's a big mistake people have, you know, to just have the wrong, um, I guess, mindset in regard to give value or giving value. And uh, the, the second mistake, and also a big mistake, is to try to just collect connections, right? So you look at your, at your LinkedIn profile and you say, oh, you know, I have 500 connections or 600, then I have 10,000 um, followers on, on Facebook and you know, so forth, but it really isn't about that. It's about selecting a group of people, and it will be a small group of people because really you cannot – Stay in touch with thousands of people um, who you who you really have a lot in common with, who you share the same values with, and uh, who you really want to support in the long term. So I always talk about having my connections. I have a, a master um, spreadsheet with all of my connections. I love Excel. So <laughs> have everybody I <laughs> so everybody I know and I've met. Um, I have on that Excel spreadsheet. I imported or exported my LinkedIn connections, all the people on Facebook, everybody is there. Um, so that's a lot of people. But um, I have another tab, and that tab I call it my top, top connections. And it's a, a, a smaller, a much smaller list uh, of about 50 people 
who um, I really resonate with, who uh, we have a lot in common, who I want to stay in touch with for the long term. And then I have a really, an even smaller list, <laughs> a really small, small circle of people who I, I um, you know, they're my closer connections or closest connections. Um, so every week I look at the list and say, okay, I haven't been in touch with uh, Jody. Let me go and, and reach out to her so we can catch up, stuff like that. So you, you have to focus on that smaller network of connections and grow that that relationship, grow those relationships rather than just having a bunch of people who, if you ask them out of the blue who you are, maybe they don't even know. Yeah, they knew when they connected with you because of that moment they had some kind of connection, but then over time that got um, watered down. It was too long between connections or whatever. And they maybe forgot, or they can't. They don't really have a clear. Yeah, well, I kind of know of them, but I don't know them. Yeah, it's it's so different. When I I love this idea of of a list of a list because actually, and what I try to do too is send out a, a you know a personal note um, to people frequently. And if you sometimes you know I'll be like I don't know who to send one to today, you know. But when you have that list, that really makes it easy to make sure that you're catching catching the people that are closest to you, most important to you frequently. Um, exactly. Because you can add notes. Uh, for example, like if I met somebody through um, you know, self-publishing school, which is one program I belong to, then I write a note, you know, self-publishing school. Uh, he's writing a book about uh, yoga. You know, so when I see that, I remember uh, more about the person, which, you know, as, as you grow your connections, it's easy to forget. You know, it's just so many people. Absolutely, absolutely. That's so cool. And you can even put what date you met him, or you know that those kind of those kind of triggers help you help you a lot. I love that idea, and I too love Excel, and I love what Google's done with the shared spreadsheets and shared docs, where right. uh, you can get at them anywhere. So even on my phone, I can get at all those things, which is so amazing. Well, this is Marnie Swedberg. We're visiting today with Cloris Kylie, the author of a brand new book, Beyond Influencer Marketing. We're going to come back and spend some time digging into how to figure out your value proposition to help you build relationships with influencers. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Leaders across America rely on womensevents.info to find the major Christian women's events coming to their area. Womensevents.info is the only online directory of its kind featuring all the upcoming major Christian women's events. You are invited to search for events coming near you or to add your own major Christian women's events. Everything's easy and accessible over at womensevents.info. That's www.womensevents.info. Welcome back. This is Marty, and we're happy to have you with us this afternoon, as well as our guest, Cloris Kylie of ChlorisKylie.com. Okay, Cloris, we have a few minutes left here at the end of the show, and I want us to talk about value propositions, because you have touched on this all the way through the program, and yet there's someone listening who's like, still, I just really don't know what I have. I don't know... Uh, how to how to narrow this down. And I recognize that we can't cover everything about this in 15 minutes, but at the same time, I think we can give people a good start on it. So why don't you dive into the value proposition? First of all, um, how to think about one. Maybe start there. Yes. Uh, well, a uh, value proposition is 
what you offer, right? What What is the benefit, the value that you bring to people, um, how you solve your customer needs and so forth. In this case, though, is how you solve um, the needs of the influencer or how you meet the needs of the influencer, how you deliver value to them. That's the, I guess, the mindset we have with this unique value proposition. Um, so how do you do that? Well, you have to, uh, that's what I suggest, just to list everything you have that could potentially help an influencer. And, uh, you know, we've talked about your platform. If you have a um, blog or a podcast, radio show, a YouTube channel, even a Facebook group, uh, those are examples of platforms where you can feature the influencer. And even if you have a small following or a small size of the group, it still counts. Um, Even if you have a a face-to-face group, a meetup group, then you actually are a mini-influencer because you have that audience. So as soon as you have an audience, then you have something to offer, and that is your platform, right? Um, Also, if you have a social media following, that is your platform. If you have a list of subscribers, that's also part of your platform as well. So any audience that you might have, any network of connections you might have counts. Um, Many things that you, um, many influencers actually are seeking introductions. So if your network includes people who could actually uh, work with the influencer, help the influencer, or who could become clients of the influencer, then that's another um, part of your value proposition, your network. I mean, introductions are really powerful. And as your network increases and grows, then, of course, that network of yours will be much more valuable. Um, Also, uh, you know, think about what skills you have. And those skills, as as we said before, uh, can be used to deliver value to an influencer um, because if, if you have something, if you know something, that the influencer could use. It could be, a, you know, you are a, an expert web designer. You know, why not help the influencer in that way? So, again, it depends on the size of this influencer. It depends on the kind of the influencer, the category, and because everybody, depending on their business, will need something different. So it's important for you to figure out, okay, these are all the ways I can deliver value to the influencer. And then depending on that particular person, then uh, go ahead and, and use that, part of your value proposition to reach out to them. Something that people forget often um, is that, that their products, their services are also of value to an influencer as a joint venture partner. Um, because think about it, you know, the, the influencers offer something, right? Let's say that they're, you know, experts in, um, you know, they're exercise experts. They don't, they don't teach their audience on how to have a, a healthy diet, so what if you have this perfect program to uh, eat healthfully and, and you know, feel satisfied and so forth? Well, your program could be perfect for a joint venture partnership. Um, and it's not about how many people you have on your list uh, to create this sort of, of, of partnerships. It's about knowing that there's a perfect um, match or uh, that your programs are, compl- are complementary. Uh, so those things, you know, you have to start listing that not just for mindset purposes, um, because you will see, oh, I do have a lot of value to offer, but so you're ready. And when you start researching the influencers, then immediately it comes to mind, oh, this is a perfect way I could help this person. That's great. So let's talk about joint ventures for a little bit, because maybe that's mm-hmm. a new concept to some of the listeners. We haven't uh, actually done a show on that ever. So uh, people will contact me to do joint ventures, and I've contacted others to do joint ventures, and they range 
quite a broad range, uh, but a lot of times they want you to commit to a certain set of things to do um, mm-hmm. in a certain time frame to help them accomplish a goal. So maybe share a few different concepts uh, that you've, you've done or have worked with others on for joint ventures. Yes. Well, the, the concept of the joint venture is, is quite powerful, and it's basically um, having complementary uh, programs or offers in such a way that the influencer can feature you to their audience um, and they actually receive a, a financial compensation or a commission, a revenue share out of that, right? Um, so there are different ways you could do this. You could have a joint venture launch, and basically you're launching a program, and then the influencer shares your uh, lead magnet as well as, as your product once it is for sale, and then you provide them with an affiliate link. So when people buy your product, join your programs, through their link, then they get a commission. Um, so you can also do um, you know, a virtual summit um, in which uh, they, they also have an affiliate link. So if people buy or participate in the summit, then they get a commission. You know, things like that in which there's a commission that is considered a joint venture partnership. Um, now, uh, the decision of what to do with an influencer will depend on your kind of business and your product. Uh, but you know, before you go into a joint venture partnership, it's important that the relationship has reached a mature stage um, or at least that you feel like you really know each other. I get a lot of people who email me and say, oh, I have this program and I offer 40% commission. Are you interested? It's like, oh, I don't know who you are. I don't know your program. Uh, I don't care about the commission. Really, I care about delivering value to my audience. Uh, so, Regardless of the commission, the purpose, the intent of the joint venture partnership is to deliver additional value to their audience, something that they're missing, um, that they feel like you you can provide. Uh, So just think about focusing uh, your programs in such a way or having a narrow focus so you can find those opportunities. Because let's say, Marnie, that I had, you know, the complete guide to market your business. Okay, so that's just really, really broad. So it's going to be very difficult for me to find a joint venture partner um, because they'll say, well, you know, the marketing is huge. I, I cover social media, and, and you cover that in your program too. Uh, so it will be difficult. But if you have a really narrow focus in what you offer, your product services, that is much easier for them to promote you. Now, that, that, that is about um, launches and summits and things like that. But consider joint venture partnerships, too, as um, referral partnerships. So if you have you know, somebody who refers clients to you, you refer clients to them, that's also considered really a joint venture partnership. Um, you're just referral partners. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that works so well, especially you know, when you think about an add-on sale. So a referral partner is a perfect – perfect way to do that. There's many ways to do this, but one of the things that was just bubbling to the surface of my thoughts was the add-on sale. So you have mm-hmm. a service that you offer, but people who buy your service typically also ask you the question, so who would you recommend for the whatever? <laughs> the thing that I have to do next after buying your product, I have to now have, you know, whatever, my roof assessed or whatever it is after your product. And if you have that person in place and you already have a relationship, again, you know them, they are a good quality 
um, mm-hmm. provider, you would st- you would use them yourself, and therefore you can recommend them. And they also have a commission available if you send people over. And I think that these are the these are the ones that make sense. So the ones that don't mm-hmm. make sense, and again, back to just the retail um, or the the restaurant analogies here. You know, someone's at the counter, they're ordering they're ordering a taco for lunch, and the person at the counter says, "Would you like a beverage with that?" Well, that is an obvious. Uh, referral right there to the beverage but if Mm. they say okay you're ordering a taco so would you like a pizza well that's just ridiculous you know it's just completely out of the blue and so when you're thinking of these referral things you want to have something that that really matches hand in glove with the service or the product that you're offering and so the person that you're mentioning it to is just so instead of feeling like they're getting ripped off or getting pushed into something, they just feel grateful, like, oh, right, I, I wasn't even thinking about something to drink, you know, or wasn't thinking yeah. about that next piece that I'm going to have to have. And so these are, the, these are the people that you want to have relationships with. And whether they pay you or not for these referrals, um, just, just find the people who are good at it that you can really literally recommend. And if they have a, if they have a commission available for references, great, all the better. Exactly. And what I suggest is if they send somebody your way, um, even like many people say, no, I don't need um, a commission or a revenue share. I'm good. I just I know that, that your services are, are of high quality. I would suggest sending them a gift. You know, it could be a gift card, just something to express your appreciation. Because remember, you know, you're building this relationship, you're nurturing the relationship, and that person will really appreciate it. So, you know, even if you're not asked to do that, and those are the, the best gestures, the ones that just come, you know, at a, at a surprise, just out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, super. So we have a couple minutes. I want to ask you, I want to ask you what has been your very best, more generic type of a release that you've used and maybe personalized it somewhat, but what has been an avenue that you are maybe I'm going to say a subject line that you have used to grab the attention of your influencers when you have something coming out. Is there something that's really worked well for you? Well, um, I mean, for podcast interviews, something I love to do is to find a common connection. Um, because if you find that, even like for any influencer, really, um, it really catches their attention. So what I, I do, and I still do that, um, I know that some of my connections are very active in, in terms of that they appear on many podcasts. So I go to their social media feed and I see, oh, it looks like she was on this show. So then I research the show. Um, I see if it's a good fit for me. I you know, make sure I like the show. And, and if that's the case, when I reach out to the host, then I say uh, the name of the person, the name of my connection uh, was on your show uh, Oh, just the name of the person right in the subject line, uh, and that's it. And they open that email. So uh, when I start, my first line in the email is, uh, this connection of mine, this friend of mine was on your show. I listened to it. This is what I love the most about it. And, and of course, I have to be very specific because I have taken the time to listen to the show. Uh, I just posted a review on iTunes. Here's my review. And I would love to be on your show. I have this much value to offer to your audience. Uh, position the, the letter in a way or the email in a way that is all about their audience and how I'm delivering value to them, not about how they're going to promote me. Um, and if you do all of those things together, 
um, it's very likely that you'll get a yes. I mean, just the, the common connection, the value to their audience, and uh, and the specific specifics about how uh, their message impacts you, uh, that's going to really uh, create results. Brilliant. That is so awesome. I love it. And you guys, she had no idea I was going to ask her that question. And here, you just have this right off the top of your head. I love that. Um, <laughs> your new book is called is called Beyond Influencer Marketing. It is available at Amazon. And uh, you guys want to check that out as well as your website is chloriskiley.com, C-L-O-R-I-S-K-Y-L-I-E.com. Uh, Cloris, if people head over there, what are they going to find? Well, they'll see uh, actually a, a tab with the book, and there's a place to go straight to Amazon. And there's also the bonus package that I created for the book with the copy and paste templates and some additional video training uh, to connect with influencers. So you'll see that there as well. And then, then I have a quick uh, influencer marketing guide you can download uh, just to get you started too. So many resources. I have my podcast um, episodes there as well. Uh, lots of great people. Um, and I hope to have you there uh, someday, Marnie. That's my hope. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's great. Would love to. And uh, you have you have things like um, how to connect with 10 influencers in seven weeks, having your marketing funnel done for you, personalized that's client it. attraction guide, and even more. There's all kinds of great stuff. Do you guys want to check that out right after the show here today? ChorusKylie.com. Well, as always, my dear, you have delivered great value today. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you. This was fantastic. <laughs> Oh, and it was so fun to have you. And thank you all for being here. We just love having you. And, of course, um, every week when you all show up live on Wednesday afternoons, we are number one on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for that. And then uh, for those of you who listen around the web and uh, iTunes and Stitcher and all that, thanks for that. We just love having you. And for those of you who hope to send your sites, we enjoy that uh, partnership with you as well. And if you want to do that, it's over at Blog Talk Radio. Just download the player box and Plug it in. Your webmaster can do that very easily, and then your guests can listen to this show every single week. We love having you around and being with you and sharing with you, and I hope that if you have uh, an idea of a guest for us, that you will go ahead and submit that so that we can invite them and I can interview them. Also, the websites I host are Marnie.com, which is my home. Uh, Marnie's Friends is this radio talk show, MarniesFriends.com, and WomenSpeakers.com, who is the sponsor of this program. Thanks again for being here, and we'll see you next time. Have a great day. Bye-bye. There is a huge difference between working for God and allowing God to work through us. My latest book, Flow Through Vessel, explains how to master the habit of letting God flow through our lives. When we try to do everything good for God, we quickly fail. But when we learn how to allow God to flow His life and love through us, we find strength for the day. Check out this new Bible study resource at www.marnie.com. That's www.marnie.com.